Um, so I had this question brought up to me recently, and I actually thought about it and then forgot about it, and then I just now read it again while looking for questions. Uh-huh. Um, do you or would you brush your teeth in the shower? Oh, no. I've never brushed my teeth in the shower, and really? I doubt I would. Like, there's already way too much going on in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you take cold showers. Like, if you didn't take cold showers, do you think that you would take brush your teeth in the shower? I mean, I I definitely spend would spend enough time in there that I could, but I don't think I would. But why not? Because like, if you're not like if you're not actively cleaning something while you're in the shower, like yourself, then but you I mean, should it, be just relaxing of... and enjoying the warm water if it's a hot shower. See, I I forgot that people even do that, but one of my siblings does that. Hmm. They brush their teeth in the shower. Interesting. And, like, that might be time efficient. Because you're already cleaning yourself. You might as well clean your teeth while you're in there as well. Yeah, but, like, you have to bring your toothbrush. You have to bring the toothpaste. No, see, I just think... You have to find a place to put it. No, see, what I think is you just, like, prep it while you're in there. And then, like, toss it out and over the sink. I guess that wouldn't work in our bathroom. Yeah, I would definitely not recommend that. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with this, but like, so I've been thinking about it, right? And I uh-huh. think I'm gonna try it. I mean, like, you prep the tooth, like you toothpaste the toothbrush before you go in there, right? Then you walk in there, brush your teeth, like first thing you do, while like rinsing off, I guess, like brush your teeth, and then put the toothbrush somewhere, clean yourself, walk out. Hmm. I mean, I'm not against other people doing it, I guess, but I don't know. Like, I've been in too many showers that were not super clean showers. I wouldn't want my toothbrush in a shower. Yeah. Shaving in the shower, I think, is a little more understandable. What? But Ew. I wouldn't do that either. But I've seen... Well, I haven't seen people shave <laughs> in the shower. But I've seen razors and other evidence that people shave in the shower. But it's not something I would do. Oh. Wait, I guess you're right. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people like shave their legs and stuff within the shower. I do not. I don't either. I don't shave my legs anywhere. I don't. As a matter of fact. Anywhere? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, I don't either. I don't. <laughs> They're, okay, so the track team used to shave their legs. Mm. And so did the swim team. Actually, I've heard. That's disgusting. I've heard that there's nothing like taking a swim like right after you shave your entire body. I, I've heard that it's like super refreshing. But I don't buy it like. I don't think the difference it makes with, like, like, friction, like, I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't think it's that big of a difference either, but I think most people in Italy, because they're from Rock Springs, Mm -hmm. I think most people there were just weirdos, because almost everybody (laughs) there is. Um, Yeah, I've never never shaved any part of my body with my face. And my toes. I shaved to the top of my head once. Oh, like with an actual razor, like Dad I'm, used to buzz oh. us a little bit. But then one time, and I didn't even do the whole thing. I had like a buzz haircut, and I just took a razor and went like from the back all the way down the middle, just on the top of my head, and had this one thing. Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it may have been a dare or something. I was joking about shaving my toes. I got in by trouble for it. I don't. Have... I didn't even notice you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in my toes, and he was like, "I shaved the top of my head once," and I was like, "Oh." You must not have thought that was funny. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Listening. No, I don't have enough hair in my... I don't think I have enough hair in my toes. I mean, most people... Like, you could probably count them on most people that I know. Ah, uh, maybe. 
Uh, I mean, it's not worth it. Why? It's not why worth shave it. Your toes? Like, I don't know. Some people do. Some people are very concerned about shaving their toes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people who shave their eyebrows, like not just trimming them, just like shaving them off, completely. and then draw them on, or just shave no, them off. Just shave them off. I've never seen somebody shave them off and then not draw them on. Wow, I've never seen anyone shave them off and draw them on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fairly common thing to do, if you think. I mean, I was homeschooled, so oh. it's not a very common. How many thing people have you seen to shave their eyebrows and Just have like no eyebrows? That's creepy. Three. You ever a seen somebody bit. without eyebrows? Like Grima Wormtongue from The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He shaved his eyebrows. And he looks so he would look creepy. Weird. He looks yeah. creepy and weird. Do you ever see uh, the end of the Passion when uh, Satan's like screaming? I don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, he doesn't have eyebrows and he's bald and he looks creepy. Hmm. Voldemort, I don't think has eyebrows. I have no clue if that's true, but I know he looks creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen or read Harry Potter. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Hmm. I haven't either, but for some reason I just assumed you had. Oh, no. Most people I know have. Usually it's most, only... Most people I know have as well. Yeah, usually it's only homeschoolers who haven't. And even then it's like fairly even evenly split there's like the homeschoolers who don't do harry potter and the homeschoolers that do and then there's like the homeschoolers that do latin mass and the homeschoolers who don't and they the two groups aren't actually like the same like there's in my experience there's actually quite a bit of mixing within the two groups oh so yeah i never i was really into like i have i was really into star wars a while ago uh-huh. um was really into lord of the rings like those are two fairly big fandoms, I think. Um, both of them have cult followings. I was never, never into uh, Harry Potter. Hmm. I'm just getting into. I know that Quidditch um, is a thing. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. It's a game. Oh. Like they have loops and they fly around. I don't know exactly how it works. It's a hot cup. That yeah, I, so I don't know why I was just touching your mug mug that was that was a little weird especially because yeah. i was already holding <laughs> yeah i know just like, like if, if it was felt down, the urge to reach out and just like grab it like if i had set down my mug a little bit and then like and then you, like if i set it down now and then like if you had grabbed it that would have been, have been weird it would have been like slightly weird but it wouldn't have been as weird as you trying to hold it while i was holding it true but um yeah i'm just uh getting into the ranger's apprentice um i just started book two and i highly recommend oh. it if you have not read it, I highly recommend it. The series is really good. I read them in sixth grade, so it's been a couple of years. Yeah, you definitely don't have to wait until you're 23 years old <laughs> to read Ranger's Apprentice. But they are still good if you're 23 yeah. years old. If you're or 23 40 years old. or 25 and you haven't read it yet, then go ahead and pick it up. Yeah. It's pretty good. Or 38. 38, so you can read them then too. Yeah. I think that's when my mom read them. She's 38. If you get older than like 38, then you should probably be. Not that you shouldn't read Ranger's Apprentice, but if you have the time for reading, you should probably be reading stuff like more related to how to prepare yourself for death. Because, you know, 38 is getting up there. Whoa! <laughs> no, I'm, I think. I'm being facetious. My grandpa read them, and he's. Older than 38? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he actually just turned. Uh. Sixty-eight. Oh wow! No, no, he's not that old. Sixty-six. 
I was talking to my. I think he just turned sixty-six. I was talking to my dad recently. yesterday, um, and his mom, my grandmother, is turning oh, eighty-eight wait. this year. No, 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 no. I messed this up. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh-huh. My grandfather's birthday is August twenty-third. My grandmother just recently turned sixty-four. Oh wow! I think maybe it's sixty-seven. Somewhere in the upper to mid sixties. I should probably know this, but I don't. True. Oh, but also they live on the other side of the country. So anyway, your your grandmother. Oh yeah, my grandmother is turning eighty eight this year. Um, which means that if my grandfather was still alive, he would be turning a hundred this year because he was twelve years older. Dang. So yeah, it's like weird to think that my dad's dad would have been a hundred this year. So, yeah, pretty crazy to think. All right. Um, time for our... T- that was question of the day, by the way. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, welcome to... Uh, Barefins Boys <laughs> Podcast, episode, episode six, I believe. Take one so six. far. Fingers crossed. Yes. Dang, we forgot that. I'd meant to do it like right after asking the question and then just totally forgot. And also, it can be difficult trying to come up with questions of the day. So if you have any quads burning in your mind, email us at like, prayerfenceboys at If you think you have a stupid question, please email it to us because those are the most fun to talk about. We're not going to hate you for having a stupid question because I have stupid questions all the time, and that's what this is for. Um, but also, if you want to remain anonymous, specifically say that because we might like just use your first and last name without even thinking about it. So if yeah, you would rather not... If you're hiding from somebody, then go ahead and tell us not to say your name. Yes, that works. Anyways, welcome back to our podcast, episode six. Um, the topic for today. <laughs> Sorry, that was my tea. If you caught that noise. Um. Do how do I how do I introduce our topic? Um. Well, it comes from the book Wild at Heart, which you will be hearing us reference. Over and over again. Pretty good book. It's actually a great book. Um, um, but yeah, it is sort of a weird thing to introduce because we're not even quoting John Eldridge, who's the author. We're quoting him quoting somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what page that was on. So. It's in chapter two. Oh. Oh, wait, no, chapter three. Well, it's not like I have this book memorized or anything. Um, he pretty much does. Yeah. I have the main points. Posers. Oh, right away. here. Okay, so he, John Eldridge, is quoting um, Garrison Keylor. Keylor? Um, he wrote out that he was a comedian, I guess. Uh, he wrote out uh, Noises Freaking Out. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It it. Um, useful things I can do and useful things I can't do. Uh, should I just read the lists? Yeah. All right, useful things I can do. Be nice, make a bed, dig a hole, write books, sing alto or bass. I can't do that. Read a map, drive a car. Um, use thing, or useful things I can't do. Chop down big trees and cut them into lumber or firewood. Handle a horse, train a dog, or tend to a herd of animals. Handle a boat without panicking the others. Uh, some baseball stuff. Um, load, shoot, and clean a gun or bow and arrow. Or use either of them um, and a bunch of other assorted weapons to obtain meat. Defend myself with my bare hands. So, um, we just recently got done talking about how we are striving to become well-rounded individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a couple of days ago. 
But that doesn't mean that we want to be subpar at a lot of things. It means we want to be, like, actually good at a few very useful things. Right. Maybe not even a few, but just the things that we do often we want to be very good at. Yeah, and we want to, I guess, we just there's a lot of things we want to do often. We want to be well-rounded. Yeah. And part of that is, there's a quote. I don't remember. Maybe it was Muhammad Ali. I don't remember, and I don't remember exactly how the quote goes, but it led me to, like, the observation or to explain the quote with an observation is that um, a professional boxer is probably going to be more dangerous to fight than someone who knows the basics of, like, ten different kinds of self-defense because a professional boxer is really good at that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so if you just know the basics, like, you know, you're not in as good a spot. So the point is just a quick clarification in the search for being well-rounded. You don't want to just do something once and then say, oh, well, I did that. It's not like a checklist yeah. of things. Oh, I did this almost like a bucket list sort of thing. It's like you actually are able to do the thing. Um, yeah, so you, it's not just like... Because you're not well-rounded if you've done something once, but you wouldn't be able to do it again. Like, you want to be good at it. Um, yeah. So what's um, what's so important about being well-rounded? Um, well, I think for us, as we are uh, men aspiring to be um, good men, it's really important to know, like, the important things to you. Like, what, what, like, not even just to you, like, what things are important, and also, like, kind of on a side note, um, what things are important to you, Mm -hmm. and you want to be really good at doing the important things and making sure the important things, like, get done or are taken care of or whatever that may be, and I think, uh, oh, I forgot the dude's name, uh, the comedian guy we were just talking about. Is that Keelior or something? Keelior? Um, I think he is uh, kind of... Like, he's doing it jokingly, I think, but making analysis, like, all of these things that I can do, and then the things that, like... I don't want to use the word stereotypical, like, like, the stereotypical, like, manly things to do. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Um, Like, the things that, like... Oh, I've said, like, so much. I'm sorry. Um, The things that good men um do like he can't do Mm -hmm. and so he wants to be able to do those things um i think just some things are important especially as men like they need to have the ability and the knowledge to do certain things yeah and it also it also feeds into becoming like a dangerous man which Yes. We should have, like, at least one or two podcasts just on that. Yes. But for now, just accept, like, men are supposed to be dangerous. And one of the things that will make you dangerous is if you are well-rounded. Like, if you Mm -hmm. can, like, ride and rope, if you can um, work on a ranch or a farm, or if you can work at even, like, a place like Domino's. Like, the more places you would be considered qualified to work and be able to just immediately get a job Mm -hmm. that makes you like dangerous to the enemy because if you're if you're married and have a family then like no matter what happens because you're able to do so many things really well 
you'll always be able to get a job. You'll always be able to find a place and be able to support your family. Always and be able to deliver pizzas whenever exactly. you want. Exactly. No, but like you can get pretty good. <laughs> I've worked at Domino's. And let me say, I do not want to make a career out of it. But in the back of my mind, I know like I'm actually good at it. Like I'm pretty good at. See, I'm pretty good at working at Domino's. So I that's worked. something I know I could fall back on and very quickly rise to like a manager position, which again I don't want to do, but. If that was the only option and I had a family to feed, I know that I could I know that I can yeah. do it. I have worked on quite a few ranches and let me tell you, I can check some pivot gauges and open and close some gates real well. I'm a real good <laughs> gate keeper. Well, so, I mean everybody needs a gatekeeper, so Yeah. Hire me up if y'all know of a position no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh but yeah, I think like at and in well-rounded, we mean, like, strong and smart. Like, you want to be physically fit. You want to be smart. You want to be holy. Yeah, those are the three the like, three big ones. The three like, most broad, big categories. Mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. Which, maybe you should consider coming to WCC <laughs> if you don't already come, because they um actually do a really good job in all three of those categories. So, if you want to be a man... Um, Go to Wyoming Catholic. Yeah, and if Spend you want to hear one days in the backcountry, if you want to hear more about it, email well, us. I'm sure either one of us would absolutely love. Yeah, to talk to you about the WCC experience. It's pretty yes, epic. But it is. Anyway. And actually, I didn't realize how epic it was until quarantine happened, and then yeah, you it, realize everything you're missing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's a word. Oh, that's a good. I like the word unfortunate. I say it a lot, but I like it. That's unfortunate. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so okay. What are some useful things that you cannot do that you aspire to be able to do? Um, rope and ride. Mhm. I'm currently learning to do those things. Same. Same. Uh, ooh, there's there's a whole plethora um of them. Oh, uh like working on vehicles. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, very useful. I think everybody should know like basic stuff about their vehicle. Um, I don't know basic stuff about my vehicle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that is something because my dad and like all of his family and then my mom's family as well. Um, all of them are very very like mechanical just because they have been out there and done it. Now because none, none of them are like gearheads. None of them are, like. Oh, like spending eight hours on their truck to like soup it up, uh-huh. but all of them just know what they're doing, and I would just like to know what I'm doing. Oh, and also shooting, <clears throat> shooting, like being like actually a good marksman. I know we talked about mm-hmm. that before, and like knowing your way around a gun, being able to clean it, and all that stuff. Yes, sir. Like, there's some guns that I can shoot fairly well. Like I've had a little experience with guns, but I'm definitely not an expert marksman. I never cleaned a gun. The few airsoft guns I've taken apart of, like, all the springs explode everywhere, and, like, bye-bye. Goes <laughs> to the trash. <laughs> um, the nice thing about real guns is usually there's infinitely less screws. Like an airsoft gun, like, you have, like, the two yeah. halves. Like, the two halves, and, like, they fall apart, and you have, like, a billion little screws everywhere. Yeah, they're sort of a pain. Um, real guns are not like that. There's usually, like... They just come off in, like, a couple chunks or pieces that then deteriorate into more pieces mm-hmm. after that. Which, um, I guess, is the same thing in the way I described it. But they are different. 
Yeah. What's something? What's some useful things to do that you can't do and want to do? Um. I just same question. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that's a good question. Is it? Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of them like. I would like to be able to uh, climb some rocks without almost killing one of my friends. <laughs> Actually, I would like to exist without almost killing one of my friends. That's true. You do have a um, tendent. I am a hazard. You gravitate towards killing people that you're close to. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> like, I knew it was bad, but then you said it like that, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's just life sometimes. Sometimes life is just getting hit in the head with the rock. Yeah. There's actually... Um, poisoning your uh, friend with peanuts. Yeah. Sorry. Um, there's actually a Robert Louis Stevenson quote from the book, um, The Last Arrow. It's Robert um, Louis Stevenson? Yeah, the guy oh. who wrote Treasure Island. Oh. Um, he says... Wait, did I say Louis... Or oh no, sorry, I did say it. it's it is Lewis, but I was thinking of the two spellings and thinking oh. they were different. So Robert Louis Stevenson, um, it's um, marriage is like death. Sorry, but it that comes to spoon. us all. Marriage is like death. It comes to us all. Yeah. So that popped into my head because I was like, well, oh, about me almost killing loved ones. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, so, so if I ever get married, I would like to. Yeah, watch out, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many books I want to read. Yeah. It's like I've been plodding oh. through the theology of the body for the past year, and mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. But it's I keep like restarting because I'll go through phases yep. where I don't read it. Um, carpentry is another one. Oh yeah, carpentry. Um, like basic uh, wiring and electricity stuff. Want to know both of those? Um, oh, there was another one I just thought of, and then I forgot it again because that's how I am. <laughs> um, hmm. It was a good one. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it wasn't a good one if I don't remember what it was. I'd like to get better at the guitar because I. Oh yeah. I mean, you I'm better, good better at, at the I'm, guitar. I'd like to learn an instrument, <laughs> any no, instrument. I, because I'm good at the you basics. You guys have a tin whistle, but I dude. I only know the basics, so. Yeah. Actually, I have, we have so many instruments here that I yeah, just haven't I played. Oh, you have so many. It's it's <laughs> so amazing. many. Um, we have a saxophone too, and two violins. One left-handed and one right-handed. Oh really? One left. We have a left-handed violin for you to learn. Hmm. Beautiful. I don't know if I can learn the violin. Actually, I think. One of the violins is in various states of disrepair. Hmm. I don't know if it's a left-hand one or not. We don't have a trumpet. You could be the trumpet man. No, I don't. Rush really on, Ross, the, the trumpet, trumpet man. Okay, so song recommendation. <laughs> listen to listen to "Here We Go" by Dispatch, the live version. <laughs> With uh, Rashawn Ross. No, 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 no. Okay, so listen. No, 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 no. The Live 18 version is the one he is talking about. But the 2001 Got the Van live version is far superior. This has been it lacks an a ongoing trumpet, though. debate. Like, Rashawn Ross version live. Oh! Here we go by Dispatch. It is so amazing. Like, you've never heard a trumpet like this before. And the song <clears throat> is really great. It's seven and a half minutes long, which is much longer than I've ever had the patience to listen to. Like... After three minutes See, of a song, I'm that. like ready to skip it. Dude, no matter how good I listen it is, to a song. So good. I listen to a 32 minute song. I know that and blows I loved my it. mind. And I like, loved it. There it shouldn't so great. be 30 minutes. And it's songs. not like it's not like, a, like it's not. Um... Oh, sorry. Did you keep moving the mic away from yeah, me? Did, um... I'm just. I'm. I'm the sound. You don't <laughs> okay, acknowledge. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. The sound <laughs> anywhere in the fine. background. <laughs> um. What was I saying? 
Oh yeah, it's not like an orchestra like playing like this huge movement or anything. It's just I think it's five dudes chilling in a live place somewhere. And this is also in two thousand one. Two thousand one was a good year for live music. Hmm. Actually, it might be nineteen ninety nine. Around there, um, and they just play a thirty two minute song. It's just them like mm, doing whatever on their instruments, and it's awesome. It's an awesome, awesome experience. Hmm. And I love it. I don't know, like thirty minute song, that's just that's a what about, lot of commitment. What about what about twenty four minute song? That's just as good. This one's not live. It's called The Change of Seasons. Hmm. Wait till you get to like thirteen the thirteen minute mark. Oh my goodness. Oh goosebumps, dude. It's progressive metal, that one is. Most people probably wouldn't like it, but I, I like it. Hmm. Dude, I miss listening to metal. I don't mean like Screamo. It's two very different things. I mean like older Metallica or Dream Theater or something like that. I've never really listened to metal. Alright, that's a side note though. Sorry. Oh yeah, we shouldn't. We're on a dangerous <laughs> path because if we start talking about music, like we are actually have a planned two-part episode about music. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was what were we talking about before we started talking about music? Um, I said I would like to learn how to play guitar better. Oh, and then I said I would like to learn an instrument. instrument. We don't have a trumpet, and then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So sweet. Um, oh man, what was the other skill? Oh, we learned map reading. That's the one that I've always yeah, wanted to learn. I, it actually finally clicked. Like I'm actually able to look at the map and see sort of what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to see. Definitely needs a lot more work though. Um, yeah, but that's that's a good one. I mean, we lived in the backcountry for twenty one days. That's a very useful thing that we can do. Yeah, we can like cook and repair a stove and tent and yeah, survive in the wilderness. Um, <laughs> climbed a few mountains. We did some climbing today. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, we did. That was super fun. See, yeah, well, we have some fun. epic pictures. Yes, we do. Oh my goodness. Totally worth it. That's a good skill that I think we're learning. Just to, yeah. like, climb and all of that business. Yeah. Life in Wyoming is just pretty special. Yes. Well, it is if you go out and actually live life in Wyoming. Yeah. If you I just mean, drive through Wyoming, it looks terrible. Oh, not really. I mean, I mean a lot of, a lot of it's just, like, like, it gets monotonous shallow hills and sagebrush. But all of those shallow hills, like, sometimes if you walk through, like, if you just pick a direction and walk, usually you'll find, like, big dips with, like, lakes and ponds. Maybe not lakes, but, like, ponds mm-hmm. and um, all sorts of cool, like, sandstone climbing things and hoodoos. You find a lot of hoodoos. You find a whole lot of really cool uh, just life in general. All sorts of animals and lizards and scorpions mm-hmm. and... And cool rocks. Cool rocks. Lots of cool rocks. Dinosaur bones. Fossils. Fun fact, if you lick a dinosaur bone, your tongue sticks to it. Like it's yep. not like licking a cold pole. Like it doesn't stick it's, like it's that. Kind of, but like you feel like resistance that. when you're pulling your tongue off. It's really cool. So um yeah, yeah. If you ever get a chance to lick a dinosaur bone, like, hey, maybe go to the Smithsonian one of these days if you're in the area. Lick a few dinosaur bones. Um they I think have bones, right? I, yeah, I think they do, okay. but I think most of the bones uh they actually have somewhere else and they just like plaster like mold oh. the bones oh yeah that's most of the bones aren't fakes. actual bones. well come out to wyoming if you want to lick a real dinosaur bone yep um 
we strayed from our topic quite a bit. We did. But on our way to becoming well-rounded individuals, um, trying to learn a whole bunch of useful skills um, that will be transferable to all sorts of walks of life. Oh, and if I can clarify something I said earlier, I mentioned, like, being well-rounded makes you dangerous to the enemy, and, like, um, let me just clarify it. Like, the enemy, like, if you're a married man, like, the enemy of the family would be, well, obviously the devil, but then society, like, has so many attacks against masculinity and the family, so mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I was referring to when I said, like, being dangerous to the enemy, because, like, obviously you don't want to hurt anyone, in your life who you're like supposed to protect but i believe that takes us to the word of the day yeah in our search for being well-rounded we would like to learn some useful and awesome words vocabulary um yes increase our lexicon so um the word of the day is angst angst we had a disagreement you thought it meant like uptight having stress or anxiety and just like super tense all the time see i always thought angst was like somebody who doesn't care about anything and is super edgy about them not caring about anything like sort of like being laid back yeah but like being laid back to a point that is detrimental okay oh so you still have like you still think of it as a more negative connotation oh yeah yeah no i don't think it's like oh yeah i don't care you know i'm just like chilling it's like they don't care about anything to a point that's bad okay Cool. All right. Well, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Something similar to that. So we're about to find out what it actually means. Let's see. The definition of angst is a feeling of deep anxiety oh. or dread. Typically, typically, an unfocused one about the human condition or the state of the world in general. Hmm. Oh, so I was definitely wrong. I thought it was more particular, though. I didn't realize that it has. The connotation of just like the human condition in general. I thought it was just feeling of persistent worry about something trivial. It's a my hair word. causes me angst. I've never it, heard that in my life. <laughs> I've never heard like oh this causes me angst. Oh I'm so anxious about my hair. Oh no, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but, I don't know. So oh wait, well, I see what you mean. Never mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have a slightly receding hairline. But, I mean, my older brothers were bald by the time they were, like, 20 or something. Practically, like, almost bald. And so I'm, I've am i hung on to it a little bit longer. I do have, believe it or not, I do have wavy hair. My hair is wavy goodbye. <laughs> so, um, see y'all later. This was, this was fun. Look for I said that very uncertainly. Next episode, which will come out a week from... When this one comes out, yeah, It'll come out a week after that. Beautiful. <laughs> if Mike doesn't kill me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But all right, God bless. Enjoy the rest of your quarantine. Hopefully, it will be over very soon. Yes, and hopefully, y'all can return to your normal life activities. Um, good luck in your uh, what did I used to say all the time? Future endeavors. Good luck with your future endeavors. I definitely not what it was. Don't, I appreciate your life decisions. Don't be angsty. Don't be angsty. Angst is bad. Probably. <laughs>